Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon. You're currently locked in with the coldest two young brothers in the planet right now. This is the Porch Podcast, and I'm your co-host, B. Jones, aka Bolo. And you know when I'm coming up with the porch. Can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Big Smitty, aka D Nice. And where we at again, Bolo? Y'all know we in the place to be. So go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to grab a drink and pull up. Because this is the porch. Let's get it. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see you. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. What's going on, my guy? We got, hey, it's good to see you, man. Let, let, let's talk the right way. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, bro. I'm blessed. I'm just happy to have two feet on the ground walking. I'm healthy. Yes. Sometimes I don't thank God for that we can walk, taste, touch, feel, think, breathe. Some of the small things, bro. I just want, I'm just thankful mm-hmm. for it, bro. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing good too, man. I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned some of the small things. And two of the things you mentioned was was smell and taste. And for those you who don't know, your boy finally got caught with the COVID about a, about a week or two ago. And I, I lost my smell and my taste. And I, I tell you, it's the weirdest shit. Crazy, bro. Ever to lose your taste. I'm 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 putting lime in my mouth. I'm putting ginger, garlic. I don't taste the thing. Spraying cologne. Don't smell nothing. So you right, man. I got I got all my senses back. I'm COVID free. God is good, man. Praise so God. Hey, praise God for the porch. Praise God for opportunity. Praise God for my brother. And we back down and we got another banger for y'all right now. I know they scared, boy. I know they scared, boy. <laughs> this will come out of left field. Look, it ain't no rapper. It ain't mm. no actor. Nope. It ain't anybody you can think of. We hitting y'all with something totally different. Totally different. Right. But <laughs> But first, let them know. Let them know before we get there. We got to give y'all the question of the day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a crazy topic for, for y'all today, man. It's going to really make you think, make your mind wonder. And I'm curious to know what our fans got to say. So, Bolo, man, let them know what the question of the day, man, the topic of the day is, man. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE. To receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Question of the day. All right. So we'll give a quick back, some back preference to uh this question. So there's this Netflix show out called Our Father, right? So it's uh, about a guy from Indianapolis. He's a doctor, OBGYN, um, pretty much. And back in the day, maybe the 80s, 70s, 80s. Um, don't quote me on that, but some somewhere back in the day. 
yeah. he was helping women pretty much get pregnant. Right. So instead of him, you know, getting donors and taking donors, you know, semen or, you know, taking the father's semen and, and inseminating the woman, he was pretty much using his own semen to inseminate these women. And now they're getting pregnant. And you look up, they're 20, 30, 40 years old. They're starting to figure out their lineage and figure out, you know, 23 and me and all those things about their their family. And lo and behold, they got brothers, they got sisters, they got just people all around the state pretty much that they're related to because this doctor was inseminating his own semen into uh into these women. So, you know, people find out that their father, you know, this 35, 40 years ain't their father, you know, people could have dated, you know, that they could have been related to. So uh, I say that to say this. The question of the day is, if you're in a long term relationship and you fall in love with your significant other and you find out that you're actually siblings or even cousins with your significant other, what would you do? Do you end the relationship right away or do you try to make it work? Oh, my man. First of all, I I heard about the documentary. I haven't had a chance to tune into it yet, but. What a weirdo! What a, what a like! I don't even have a, a better word than it's fucked up. Just a weird. That's crazy. That's nuts. That's that's horrible. That, that's that's a lot of words. Like you know, like that's that's crazy. Um, but to answer your question, it's a wrap. I don't it's care what's going on. I don't care how long. Gotta be. I don't care how long we've been together. I I can be deeply in love. We can be married with five kids. It's a wrap. Gosh, don't say five kids, bro. It's a wrap because now look. So, so if 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 I married, if I found you my cousin, now my kids are also like my second cousins. Your second cousins and they your kids and my kids. Or let's say that's your like, like that's your auntie or something. That's your half brother because on the show, a lot of the people that they were what that was finding out, you know, who was who, ended up being like their half sibling because. <sighs> The guy, you know, what I mean, the, the dad, you know, yeah. so it been situations where, you know, maybe you you could have dated, you know, your half sister at some point or fell in love with your half sister. I feel like you got it in this. Shit. So if you had kids with your, like si- your sister, that's your kids and your brother. That's your, or, you know, your, your, your nephew and your, nieces. That's your son few. Your son few. Your son few. You ain't even heard of that. Your son and your nephew. Your son, for you and your and your and your cease, like your niece, or like 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 your. How yeah, do you, exactly, exactly. That show. Or how do you say that? Your that son, for you, your daughter, your your niece, like like your niece, your niece, your, your daughter and your niece, your daughter. Like how? <laughs> no, for real, bro. Like it's it's not even a it's not even a, a question. Like five years, ten years, fifteen years, a lot of history, a lot of love, but like we got to change it up. We got to get out of the relationship just because. There's nothing we can do about it um, at that point. So, yeah, that's it's fucked up, bro. That that show that show was crazy, bro. I was like literally like stuck, and I and I live in Indy now, and um, the guy was in Indianapolis actually. So it's like, damn, like the, the thought and dude really didn't like when I was watching the show. Like he really didn't get prosecuted the way you would think. Really, you know, you know being able to inseminate these women with his own semen. You know what I'm saying? So, and you say and you say you said buddy was buddy he was a doctor. He's a doctor, bro. He was he was legit. Like people trust him. You know, people people around the country was like, man, this guy is helping people who are having hard times getting pregnant. You know, get pregnant. So people from you know all over were coming to this guy saying like, hey, you the man with the magic plan. You know, so bro, that's wow. Get this kid, and it's just it's a bad it's a bad scene, man. So shout out to I think 
I think to date, even from the show, he ended up inseminating over 94 people or having like 94 uh, kids out there. And it could be more, but document is like only it's up to 94. He need so his ass beat. Kids. He, he, you know need, I mean? he, he need to get stumped out with, with some Tim's on. Got to. It's, it's, it's bad, bro. That's it's bad. bad. Hey, you and Andy, man, don't hey, don't go to the doctor, man. Like, I know that sound that's how messed up. Don't even get no checkup, man. If you don't go, don't go to the doctor, don't even go to the doctor. <laughs> if you got some symptoms, man, hey, get you a sprite, get you a ginger ale, put that warm towel on your forehead, man. Use the old school, you know, grandma, old school mama remedy to, to, to figure it out, bro. You can't trust the doctors, man. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. So <laughs> definitely wanted to know what y'all think about. Um, yeah, let us know. <laughs> let us know what y'all thinking. It's so silly. I, I I damn near think I know what y'all thinking, but then again, the world is crazy. You'd so be I'm surprised. Not, exactly. So I'm probably, I'll, I'll probably be caught off guard by some of y'all answers. So go ahead and let us know what y'all think. Yeah, um, sure. in, other, in other news, um, I think it's very important for us to, um, you know, highlight, you know, all the senseless violence that has been going on in our world um, as well. Um, starting out with the mass shooting at Tops. Um, where, you know, senseless shooter came in and killed, you know, I believe over 10, 10 plus people in the grocery store. Um, very unfortunate. So, you know, our hearts go out to, you know, those families uh, of those loved ones. And then obviously most recently um, out in Texas, 21 uh, victims, 21 victims, 18 year old came in with two assault rifles and, um, you know, shot up elementary school and a lot of a lot of harmless, harmless babies, man, like kids, you know, third grade, just just young innocent children you know lost their lives so um it's just a crazy world man so when we always come up on the show and we say we blessed and we happy to be here man that's because you know we got grocery stores you got schools like churches churches like you're not safe nowhere man and you know it's just important to just you know always just take you know take it a step at a time and you know take advantage of the the time you have here with your family and friends and you know make the most of everything and don't spend your days being mad for no reason man just always smile because we on borrowed time yeah. i want to let y'all know we are on borrowed time and you know i even seen it somewhere it says like you know time is life is too short for us not to be smiling and having a good time so um yeah. you listening to this right now hopefully you're smiling you're looking up at the sky you're thanking god that you at in this position right now that you can breathe talk taste touch feel all those small things that we do take lightly um because i don't take it for granted um and um you know I, I love y'all man and you know heart goes out to you know all the families that lost you know those uh those babies man in yeah. teacher school for sure man i mean I, I second everything you said man you know i couldn't imagine you know my my little sister who you know who just took her last final you know the other day all my little cousins still in school right. you know i could imagine that being you know being one of my family members and how how i would feel so definitely you know prayers thoughts you know my, my heart goes out to, to everyone who's lost a daughter a son a nephew a brother a cousin a, whoever you lost man you know definitely prayers go out and i and i hope that you know legislation can pass can change and we can figure out right. some way to, to to better this so so this Something. does not continue to happen because obviously whatever we got in play now ain't working you know we ain't even worried about terrorists and people coming in we worry about our, our own people our own Americans within I our know. own country so okay. we got so we got to figure that out man and uh, like you said Bolo man hey just thankful for each moment and I, and I gotta I gotta shout shout my brother Tracy Key man he was in L A a few weeks ago we had a deep conversation and you know I was talking about some of my stresses going you know for his career and where I want to be and stuff like that. And he would just say like, like dog, bro, like you, you, you live in LA, nice apartment. You work at Fox on TV. Like 
you know, show show that gratitude. You know, it was it really made me think. Just being, you know, be just a lot of times we get caught up and just we ain't got this or we not right here. Like, just be, have gratitude and appreciate everything because nothing is promised. And like you said, we're on borrowed time. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, as we transition, um, you know, obviously we got that what's in your cup segment. You know, right now. So um, you know. Going into it uh, right now, I got some. I got some. Um, what you sipping on, Bolo, man? Vodka and orange juice. All right, so I got some vodka and orange Ooh. juice. I used to call it a screwdriver back in the day. So when I turned twenty one for the first time, that was the first drink I actually had at the bar was a screwdriver because I ain't know nothing about nothing. I just wanted something that tastes good. Right. So I went back old school and went with the vodka and, and the orange juice. And they call it a screwdriver. What about you, bro? Got you. I like that. I like that, man. I'm kind. I'm kind of similar vibe in a sense. I got, I got a little. I got a little tequila and cranberry. I know. I know. You know. What I mean, kind of simple. You know what I mean? But that cranberry go. That cranberry go crazy with anything light. I ain't gonna lie. Cranberry is a good mix for anything light. So I'm just sipping on it, man. It's good. And hey, man, we on the porch, man. On the porch, man. Special guest coming up. I can't wait. But let, let, let's do our toast real quick so we can introduce who we got on today, man. I'm excited. Man. Hey, everybody out here, If not if you're driving, I want you drinking and driving. But if you're here, man, put your cups in the air, man. We toasting the gratitude, man. Gratitude is just being grateful, being blessed with what you already have, and just being hopeful for what's to come. All right? Go ahead, relish in what you already have, because we already blessed. All right? Here we go. Touch the screen. Boom. Bang. Go. All right, all right. Without further ado, man, time to bring in our special guest. No, very excited for this one. This this is a guest that we very different than our previous guests. You know what I'm saying? Super excited for this one. Super excited with this. You all know I love food, so this is a special uh, episode for me personally. Finally met someone who loves food and who can eat more than me. I'll eat you. She's a content creator, food vlogger, known for making some of the craziest you know food challenges across the country. The one and the only. Raina is crazy. Welcome to the porch. How you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. How are you guys? Great, great, great. We're doing good. So excited to have you on, man. Uh, I I know right now it's probably, you know, I'm in L.A. as well. Uh, I I think you're in L.A. So I know right now it's kind of around dinner time. So I hope we're not, you know, disturbing (laughs) your disturbing your meal right now. (laughs) No, no, I actually have a uh, pretty different meal schedule than most people would think. So I actually don't eat past like five and six so i'm good oh nice what yeah okay well i mean i know we're gonna get more into detail but like the gist of it is i do intermediate fasting to kind of help balance out the entire diet and why i can eat so much all at one time you know so my body's already used to regulating food like that nice so so i guess let's just get into it then i mean (laughs) okay you know so you're intermediate fasting are you like eating like a lot every day or is it just kind of like sporadic Mm. um so i basically have one main big meal and that would be uh, usually during the daytime and i work out every single day and yeah so and then um my workout is actually not as intense as most people think it's mostly just um i do it very very strictly like i never miss a day of it 10k Mm. steps but i have weights and i have ankle weights so I do weights on my arms while I'm walking and I have um, 10 pounds of weight on each of my leg. So doing 10K steps of that every single day, it really adds up. Wow. Mm, I like Crazy. it. And she said, yeah. Bolo, she said she don't miss a day. She don't care what's going on. Hot, cold, rainy. Sun. She's 10K. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I am so tan right now because I do not wake up early. So I've been out walking in the heat. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it has been a little hotter out here here in, uh, yeah. in sunny California. So no, I can definitely see the tan. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So so let's, let's take a step back, man. So explain us where, where did your love for food even come from? Because like, like I said, you can tell by my energy. I'm so excited. I love food. I've been loving food since I was a little kid. Um, you know, my family, we're known for just every holiday. We're, we're having big, big ass meals. Was your family like that as well? Like walk us through like how it was for you growing up. Um, so yeah, my, uh, family loves food, obviously. Um, and you know, in Chinese culture, we don't really have like portion control. Everything's kind of like family style and being like the kids of the family, you know, like the adults would always feed to the children, you know, eat this, eat all the leftovers and just like shove as much food as they can. And, you know, my grandparents also like being victims of war thought there was going to be another war, you know, they're just like kind of have PTSD. So they want to like feed me and my sister up to the brim, you know, it's like, you never know when there's going to be another war. So eat as much as you can now. So, you know, when I was young, I ate a lot. And actually in high school, I was 200 pounds. I was very big, very big girl. (laughs) So when I lost that weight, I guess I sort of still kept the appetite. I just learned how to kind of like regulate my weight, even though, you know, I would eat that much. Got you. Got you. Let me close the door real quick. Sorry. You're good. Got you. No, no, I I think that's dope. And I'm glad you you brought up that, you know, in high school, you know, uh, you actually were a little, a little heavier on the heavier side. You were, you were at 200 pounds. Um, explain to us, cause like, I'm a bigger guy. I'm trying to lose some weight myself. Take us through your weight loss journey. It's crazy that like you eat more food now, but you're yeah. smaller versus in high school, you ate less and you were bigger. Like how, how does that work? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. It's, it's really just kind of getting your body used to, um, you know, adjusting to that. And, um, you know, like I told you, I'm very strict of not eating snacks. And after a certain day, day, like a certain time of the day, I wouldn't be eating anything. And I have one main meal for the whole day. And then, you know, uh, I definitely racked, like amped up my uh, workout and stuff from high school. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's all part of just like having, keep training your body to do that, you know? And then, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is cutting out on snacks. Like, I barely eat snacks these days. Like, oh, snacks yeah. really get to people, you know? That's my biggest weakness, man. I love the Debbie cakes. I love the, the Ooh, Swiss rolls. Ice cream, Swiss rolls, peach rings. I love chips, too. Hot fries, flaming hot popcorn, <laughs> Doritos. Ah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, and also another huge thing is I don't drink at all. And I know Ooh. alcohol can rack up a lot of calories. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry, Bolo. Yeah, I, I just want to jump in real quick. I've noticed that personally. Any, I don't drink heavy, but I drink on occasions. And I notice when I do cut out liquor like 100 percent, my body like changes like instantly. So, yeah, you're right about that alcohol. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So like when you when you first started, right, just kind of the, the, your your lifestyle, I call it just like a lifestyle because it's something I see that you are continuing to do. Uh, when you got to that point, like how. How did you get to a point where like you can start to consume so much food at a time? Like, did did it take you a minute or was you like kind of getting out the gates, just consuming so much food at one point? Um, so I've always eaten a lot of my life just because because my family fed me so much. And um, I didn't know like food challenges was such a thing. And then right. when I went to go do my first ever food challenge, because I think one of my coworkers was like, wow, you can eat a lot of food. I'm like, 
poorly. And then <laughs> it was a four pound burrito. And I finished this within six minutes. This was without training, without anything. I was just like, oh, I guess I have a weird talent for this. And, you know, prior to that, I was already trying to do something in the social media stuff. So I already had a YouTube channel going on for like my cooking stuff and I was like all right I just put this video of me eating this burrito and that just kind of popped off and I'm like people like to watch me eat you know it's kind of weird <laughs> but uh, I was like okay so I looked at some research and I found out that a lot of restaurants near me and then I was like wow I can get all this food for free just so I can eat because so I can eat a lot you know because the food challenge usually if you finish they give you the food for free so I was like okay bet I'm just gonna go do this <laughs> <laughs> that's how I got started honestly um but no it was kind of like a struggle um the beginning because the first year of me doing the food youtubing I did gain back like 20 pounds of food just because you know I was like over consuming so much because I was trying to get as much content as I could and I was very like enthusiastic about making a whole bunch of videos and stuff um but yeah no learning how to regulate the amount of food that I consume and like keeping up with the workouts no matter what happens is um you know just part of the process you know like you said it's a lifestyle that it developed right. man yeah. well what what an amazing uh you know job amazing career bro to just <laughs> eat amazing food across the country for free for free for the most part and get paid for it like that <laughs> like that's always been my dream like I, at night growing up you know when i, I say my prayers or i talk to my parents when i was a kid they said darnell what do you want to do when you grow i said i just want to eat food and be happy <laughs> And Rain is literally living my dream. I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> she said, "Oh." <laughs> uh, now, one thing you mentioned um, is that you actually know how to cook as well. Now, that's one thing where I'm very average in the kitchen. I rather someone else fix it, and then I'll, I'll do all the eating. Uh, break us down uh, and explain to us how you learned your cooking. Like, were you helping your parents and grandparents in the kitchen growing up, or something you learned later in life? Um, um, well, so my family is very typical Asian, um, you know, like they don't, they want me, you know, they want their kids to be like doctors and right. whatever. Um, but <laughs> both, both my dad and uncle and my grandpa, they were all aspiring chefs. Oh. So I was very spoiled with good food growing up because, you know, like they wanted to be a chef, but the family's like, no, a chef is a very tough job. It doesn't bring as much money. Go be a doctor instead. So that's what we did. But, you know, they all, they've always had a passion and like hobby of um, cooking. So it's funny because I developed the cooking um, hobby, whereas my sister really did it. And my sister actually hate, like my mom would be the main one to cook the food in the house and she didn't like it. So because she doesn't like Chinese food. So what? That's when I was like, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't like Asian food. So I learned how to cook like Italian food and Mexican food for my sister. So when I was very young, I just developed a, a love for cooking. And actually, I became the first female chef at Benihana in the City of the Industry location. So oh. that I worked at that for a while before I did all the YouTube stuff. <laughs> I love okay. Benihana too. Benihana is good. Like you got to really be talented to know like. Now, it's the dexterity. Yeah. Like yeah. Cooking the food is actually not too hard because it's pretty basic, but like the, you know, the flipping and the, all that. Were you good? Be honest. Were, like, were, could, you, could you make the heartbeat? You, yeah. Like that, that was like the basic stuff. What I'm like bad at is the uh, juggling the spatula and the egg and the hat. Ugh. Yeah. 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 I can say, hey, Bolo, you must have just went to Benihana's like last week. You know, all oh, the tricks. Hey, hey, I love, I love any type of when they cook on the hot, on the high grill, like any, any type of food like that. And they be like clanging and clanging, like making songs and stuff. Like it'd be, it'd be cool. Like it's entertainment. Like it's like I'm yeah. eating as well. So I love it. 
it is entertaining, but at the same time, I'm like, give me my damn food. I'm hungry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Now, one thing, kind of shifting gears here um, a little bit. One thing that, you know, doing our research that I learned about you that I had no idea is that you were uh, an avid gamer. You, you did a little e-gaming uh, earlier in your life. Talk about that. Like, how, how did you get into, <laughs> like, like, the gaming space? Um. Yes, that's a part of my life that not many people know, you know, just kind of like looking at me from like social media point of view, you would think I'm a very extroverted girl who goes to parties. And after my challenges, I would be hanging out outside. I'm literally the opposite. I am a huge introvert. I go back home to my she cave and I am just playing video <laughs> games all night. Like I'm on Discord with my gamer friends and we're just shit, shit talking. <laughs> Everybody. I love it. I would have never guessed that, man. Like you said, you're. Your video is so much energy and just personality that I just would have never guessed that behind closed door, Raina's at home like this, talking crazy shit. Yeah, no, I I mean, like, I act like very girly girl on social media, but I'm actually like a very bra girl, like, behind the scenes, <laughs> you know? Um, so, no, I, did, I mean, like, all my life, ever since I was little, I just love video games. And, you know, coming from a Chinese family, my, you know, they really believed that the son would pass down the family name. So because I'm the firstborn, my dad really hoped I was a boy. So he kind of treated me like a guy. And he yeah. played a lot of video games with me growing up. And, you know, I still remember, like, oh, my God, my dad is, like, hacking my base, you know, 12-year-old teenage <laughs> girl. And we're playing video games. And he's really bullying me, you know, sending airplanes to my base and killing everything. But, yeah, no, I would be playing a lot of video games with my dad growing up. And um, he loves Star Trek. Um, so I got very nerdy with, like, the space and sci-fi stuff. Okay. And then um, I mainly played this video game called League of Legends. I don't know if you heard of it. I've heard, I've heard of it before. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that is the main game I play, and even now, um, I still play it a lot. And I am a, I am pretty highly ranked because I am so addicted. I can't stop playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? One thing when I was transitioning from like my full time chef job to like this YouTube career that really like, wow, my dad was like, okay, Raina's serious about it. It's because I quit the video games for two years. I just like hustle, 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 Ooh. you know? So, so my dad was all like, okay, she onto something because like, if I'm not at home after whatever playing video games and I'm actually there editing, you know, and researching yeah. and what I can do, what's my next step. Then he's like, okay, I'll leave her alone for a little bit, see where she goes. And then once like, you know, my YouTube career picked up, then he left me alone with it, you know, because right. it's not, it's not a typical Asian job. Like, he was like, what are you doing? You know, how do I explain this to my grandma? I don't think my grandma even still understands what I do. You know, I just tell her I advertise for restaurants. Like, there you <laughs> go. There you go. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great simple way to explain it actually though. Because <laughs> you that's literally what you do just in a creative way. So yeah yeah that's dope okay so so back to the food side of things right i was just kind of thinking in my head has there ever been a time where you're like i don't want to do this challenge because i don't (laughs) like the food oh plenty of times yeah yeah no um so i think one of the biggest um kind of like skill developed in this you know is 
mind over matter. Um, if I want it, like I have, you know, I'm a gamer, so I'm competitive. I don't like to lose, right. you know, say they give me a, the worst challenge. Like one of the worst challenges I can think of was that I had to eat five pounds of chicken gizzards in Florida. It was this bar. I don't know why that's even a challenge, but it was disgusting. You know, chicken gizzards, you know, yeah. it's very squishy, the texture. And after a little bit, the fried food just becomes like really oh. mushy. Like you, you're already did, gagging. Did you at least have some that. hot sauce to put on it? The hot sauce kind of helps it out a little bit. Man, at, at that point, it's just it don't, none, none, none be helping at, at that point, dude. Like, it's just, I, 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 and then after like one, two pounds of it, I looked at the rest. I was like, dude, I really don't want to finish this. Like, it was so gross. But I just, I don't know. That was like kind of like the epitome moment of how we developed the skill was just like just putting your mouth and swallow and don't think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, after that challenge, any challenge after that it kind of felt mild, even if I didn't like the food, I was just like to swallow and drink and just, yeah, no, that was one of the worst challenges ever. Got you. Okay. So it's almost like, okay, this is the worst it could possibly be. Let's get it. Let's get that out the way early. So now it kind of makes every other challenge like kind of easier. It's like, all right. yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. you completed, you completed that challenge. The yeah, challenge. I did. Yeah, five pounds of chicken gizzards. It was oh real. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know. Listen, I ain't. I ain't trying to get too X-rated on the porch, but I. I know. I know. Later on that night, the stomach probably was like, "Damn, Raina! Damn, Raina!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't happy. Yeah, I was not happy with that. No, I feel that. Yes, yeah. Now, now, one thing I want to know. So, me, me, and Bolo. You know, you see the jersey in the back. We're, we're former athletes. She used to play football. So, and when it comes to sports. There is a training regimen. You got to watch film. You got to practice. There's certain things you got to do to prepare. Walk us through the preparation to be a food competitor. Like what, what are you doing to train your body, your belly, your mind? Walk us through that. So at this point, I'm not trying to be a professional competitive eater, like with all the pros and stuff. I'm kind of just doing it for like the good content. But in the beginning, when I was kind of training for it is I know a lot of people do water. I did water, which is like, like your stomach is a muscle. So you like slowly expand it. Um, so water would do that, drink as much as you can at one, one point, And then it would just slowly expand until I can chug a gallon of water in like less than two minutes, because I know a gallon is like eight pounds of food. So that was kind of like the height of my career, right? Like eating eight pounds to close to 10 pounds of food. If you count in like all the liquid I drink. Um, so yeah, that's one way to do it. And I know a lot of people eat calorie light foods, kind of like, I know people eat like 10 pounds of salad just so like they get that chewing the jaw muscles down, yeah. you know? Still getting that capacity and yeah yeah it's just stuff oh, like that i'm still stuck on a gallon of water in two minutes it's it, it is okay listen it is not safe it's a gradual bank it's not like you can just roll over and do that one day because if you try to push yourself to drink that much water you will drown like you like it's it's it legit will kill you yeah so that's like developed i would say over the course of like six months it was like a slow gradual like maybe like the first time i tried to chug it was like a third of the gallon right so every night i would do it so my stomach was slowly adjust 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 wow. talk about hydrated <laughs> <laughs> right she's super hydrated boy <laughs> man I, I i know i know you know with that la traffic boy i know it's been a couple of times you was like please get, where's the exit where's the exit i get to the bathroom <laughs> oh, oh no, no 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 this would be like at the end of the night yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure for sure now that's crazy man so 
one of your, uh, I would say one of your biggest challenges, I, I guess one of your earlier ones that kind of you're most famously known for is you broke the record. I believe it's a real record at in and out It was the 50 by 50 challenge. Can you kind of walk, walk us through, explain to our fans what, what the 50 by 50 challenge was. So if you guys are from California, in and out is a very popular burger chain in Cali. And they used to be able to let you build a burger as much, as big as you want. I don't think they do that anymore because it's just such a hassle. You know, they don't want to make a 20 by 20, right. you know, like just because some random dude wants it. But basically um, the 50 by 50 is 50 patties and 50 slices of cheese. Um, no, no like vegetables in between. So it's pure meat and cheese, but massive. So the 50 by 50 was just a big, long mass of meat and cheese. <laughs> Yeah. And then the, the worst part about me eating that too was um, it was prepared by a company called Food Beast because, you know, like I said, you can't just order like that anymore. I think they ordered like separately, like the double doubles. Right. So yeah, they yeah, just yeah. like they put it all together for me. So by the time I got to it, it wasn't hot anymore. Ah. So the, yeah. So the cheese was coagulated. The meat was a little, you know, room temperature. It wasn't, fun you know like it didn't taste good it was really salty you know because you know like the more patties you eat like that consecutively like the salt adds up adds up adds up by the time i got into like the 30 something patty i was like oh my god my mouth is like cutting up from like the sodium and stuff and this is this was at the beginning like near the beginning of my career i wasn't really used to like all that flavor fatigue i didn't really build up that jaw muscle at the beginning yet so it was very difficult for me and then you know it was a lot of beef to process Man, that's incredible. Like, but she look, she's so damn competitive that she said, Hey, I don't care. It can be cold, the cheese can be nasty. I'm gonna win this challenge. And she can still <laughs> complete it. Like, I love that competitive nature. It's that mama mentality. Dude, listen, listen, listen. I'm the kind of creamer that would ask you, you know, what we won me, bro. Like, I'm very competitive. <laughs> she will not lose. <laughs> And it's like, I feel like you got to have a strong mindset, too, though, because like when I'm full, like I'm full, like it's like you fall into almost hibernation mode where you can't move. And it's like you coach yourself up to like keep like to keep going, like like just keep getting through that. Just does it hurt? Like, is it painful? Oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very painful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like, imagine like your Thanksgiving fullness, but like maybe five times as strong, like it's not fun. <clears throat> Yeah, it's not fun, man. It's it's like very tight, right? You know, like yeah. you gotta wear the most loose clothing. You know, like you just your mind is all foggy. Like I I don't. It's a terrible feeling, honestly. But like the satisfaction of winning, and then afterwards, like after like everything feels good again, and then you look back on it and be like, I did that. You know, you add that to your you know wall of achievements, and then you know, you're proud of it, and then you go back and do it again and feel all miserable again. <laughs> It, oh. Hey man, it, it's it, it's beauty in the misery. It's beauty in the in the pain. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, let, let me ask you this: So after you complete one of those like crazy challenges, typically how how long afterwards uh, do you like rebuild up your your appetite? Like, are you full for like two damn days, or does it do you get back hungry like within a normal time frame? Um, well, it depends. I'm actually on tour right now, so I'm actually doing the challenge nearly once every day. So it's very intense these days, you know, I mean, um, optimally, I would like to have like two, three days worth of rest, but I kind of like push it really hard as I'm on tour because actually I left LA 
two days ago. And yesterday I was just in San Luis Obispo and I'm in San Fran today. And then tomorrow I'm going to be all the way in Oregon. And then I'm going to be in Portland for about a week or so doing a lot of restaurants in there in that area. Got you. She she, she grinding right now, Bolo. I love it. (laughs) So has there ever been a situation where like you couldn't compete? Because, like, you really wasn't up to, like, eating that day. Like, you know how sometimes, mm. like, you go into something, like, the next day, or you're like, I just don't, I'm not, I'm not really that hungry today. <laughs> oh, oh, let like, me tell you, you know, like, being a girl has a big disadvantage in this. Because when you're on your period, you don't want to eat shit. You know, like, it, it's real bad. Yeah, no, I, it was actually, like, two days ago where I had, you know, like, at the beginning, I was just, like, stomach cramps. And then now I was driving yeah. to the restaurant. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But I've gotten somewhat like used to it over the years but it's still pretty bad you know like trying to eat all that competing with like the fullness cramp and the period cramp it, it, it's terrible it's terrible but you know like you know like i said i've, I've done this so long now i might kind of used to it but especially in the beginning it was just like oh God, i don't know why i'm doing this you know yeah so, so get a person some insight like you know like i am very intrigued just on like this go-getter mentality like this competitiveness like obviously you know the drive is being competitive but like where where does that like root from like mm-hmm. what are you like getting at when like you're getting pushed through all of these hard hard situations to finish a goal um mostly it's kind of like competing with myself because i want to prove to myself i can be the best i can be um you know another part of me i i you know, especially in the beginning, I really wanted to prove my dad wrong, you know, kind of rebellious. Mm, right. I've always been a rebellious little child, right? Because my my dad's like, well, you know, when I was young, I've always wanted to be in the entertainment industry. Before all the food stuff, I wanted to be a singer, an actress, you know, like just entertainment in general. And then, you know, like, you know, really traditional Asian families be like, well, what are you doing? You know, it's very hard. I understand <laughs> it's very hard. It's very saturated. And of course, before being Asian, it's, it's like, like, you know, you don't see many Asians in their intermediate industry in America. So, you know, my dad's just like, you're chasing an un, un you know, unrealistic un- goal on the territory. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, when I found the niche in this whole eating thing, um, I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm very grateful and I'm very lucky because like what other female Asian competitor either is there in America right like there's none I'm not really competing with anybody you know there's plenty of actresses and singers and whatever that you got to compete with but I'm very grateful I found a niche so I basically picked up on that where, where my career started four years ago and just like Omega like um heightened you know focused on it rather than right. going from like my more cooking videos or my game videos because there's already people doing that so i just stuck with this and here i am i built my brand and around it yeah love, love it that. love that mindset man like hey for all the listeners i don't care what you're doing in life i don't care if it's a sport a job follow that that reign of mindset <laughs> whatever you want hashtag reign of mindset like it don't Thank matter what you. the excuse is she gonna she gonna get it. She gonna get to it. She gonna accomplish her goal. So now nah, I love that. Thank you, thank um, you. And I'm glad you mentioned that that you know you are like very rare. Like you are not only you know woman, you're an Asian woman in the in this in a predominantly male um, field. Is there any other women in the, like I, you're honestly the only woman that I know who who does this? Is, is there any any other peers 
who you know or what? There, there are other uh, females, but they don't nearly uh, push social media as much as I do. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I would also, you know, say I'm very lucky, you know, to found my niche, and also I'm based in LA because it's just social media all around me, yes. and I learned how to pick up on that the most, you know, because social media is how you get popular. A lot of these uh, competitive eaters, there's mostly from the south, mostly from the country, where it's more like less social media, and they don't really care about that stuff you know so i'm just very happy to like utilize all my tools around me to really push my goal this way because when i first started out i only did youtube and then you know i learned instagram i was like okay why am i not doing this either right and i learned about facebook and i was like wait i can just post my videos on youtube onto facebook and get basically double revenue because facebook wanted to see all the youtube content creators and i already had these videos so now I get both monetization from YouTube and Facebook and then TikTok came along and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to ride that train, you know, like, it's, you know, right. And now TikTok's my biggest following. And then I think my tour about one and a half year ago in Florida, I'm instead of the YouTube food girl, I'm known as the TikTok food girl now, you know, because right. I grew TikTok so fast because I rode that train when it got popular. So it's really just like, you know, in addition to like all the competitiveness and being like the best competitor and making content, you really have to keep up with like the trends, you know, you just got to like by constantly hustling you know it's not like it's not like i I went to a class that teaches you these things because i didn't like this is just all learning throughout like you know learned along the way you know i used you know like i i grew up very in my house like my dad didn't let me go hang out i was very introverted very socially awkward but one of my first ever meetings with like a business owner i really had to push myself out of my shell and i'm like i cannot be scared to talk to people and i have a lot of social anxiety but you know it's just like growing out of it and you know growing up and learning how and doing all these business relationships like it's just learned along the way yeah Absolutely. i love it I, and i admire the passion and and just it, it sounds like you're very passionate about what you do and you enjoy it um, has there ever been a time where, you know, you're, you're in this process and, and you're grinding and you're hustling that you second guess yourself, like maybe I should transition and do something else? Mm. Oh, I mean, of course, like I have my doubts all the time. And mm-hmm. in, in the beginning, too, my biggest uh, weakness was trying to deal with haters. Um, you know, that was definitely one of the hardest part because I, I really let people what people say online get to me. And I want to make everybody happy. You know, you know how haters on the airline, on it's it's not rational, you know, right? right? But then it makes you feel like shit. It's like what 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 did I do? You know, mm-hmm. um, right. but you know that was one of the hardest things um, in uh, the early career. And then when COVID hit and I couldn't go to any restaurant, um, that's when like all my view down went down because. Um, I'm, I'm not known to do food challenges at home. Like you know, if I buy like twenty McDonald's cheeseburgers and eat at home, like nobody's really going to care. That's not my style. You know, it's kind of boring. It's boring for them. It's boring for me. I hate eating McDonald's anyway. I don't like eating fast food. So that was really bad. And that's what, that's when I think I started doing my tours. That's when I expanded kind of like my brand because I was so focused on like the restaurants and California and food. I took a YOLO trip to Texas. I was like, fuck, I'm going to Texas where COVID doesn't exist. (laughs) And then I started doing content there. And then I was like, Oh, hey, you know what? Why am I not doing this more? And then ever since then, I did six cross-country road trips on my own, uh, you know. So, And I'm, now I've been to 40-plus states. I have over 500 food challenge wins. Wait a minute. Hey, you, you inspire me right now. I feel oh, like, yeah. Bolo, hey, we're we not working hard enough right now. <laughs> we need more episodes per week. We need more guests. Like, she got me over here. I got a fire going through my chest right now. I'm hyped right now. 
Well, so, I'm glad I do that because, you know, I really want the people that I meet and people like I hang out with to really, you know, I want to see people around me do well in life. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't like people, you know, who are like very behind the back trying to bring people down. It's like, what point does that do you? If you're like a community, all grow together, you all prosper. Right. And it's just like, man, so She's anything I can help people yeah, with, you know, a lot of people ask me for advice. I do as much as I can. And then I also tell them, like there was one guy recently who asked me about this because he got a really great opportunity. And he's like, dude, if I do this, you know, I can just go, you know, a hundred miles. I'm like, that's great. But I told him you yourself has to put in the work, you know, like I didn't stop after one news article about me, right? Like one news article gave me like, maybe like, let's say 10,000 in- people engagement, you know, and I, I'm not just going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm done. That's it. No, yeah. it's like, they only help you little by little. It's great that you get these little opportunities, but it's not overnight. You build your brand like this like you have to constantly work at it people only see like the top tip but i'm constantly like reaching out to businesses reaching out to like i don't know how many fucking emails i fucking put send out you know a week but it's just like you have to constantly grind to stay relevant you know it's not just a little bit by little bit it's really up to you and your passion and you have to hustle it's hustling she got, hey, I'm ready to cry right now. I'm so locked in for real. <laughs> hey, my my eyes are watering right now. Oh. She got me. Boy, you could be a motivational speaker, boy. Oh, start. Really? <laughs> hey, man, if you a school, you a team, you need a motivational speaker. Raina, man, she's charging ten thousand uh, 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 every two hours, man. I'm her manager. I need ten percent off the top, <laughs> and we gonna, we gonna bring her in. <laughs> oh man, no, I definitely love it. So let's fast forward. Let's talk a little bit about some of your uh, like craziest or you know most popular challenges. So one thing uh, that I saw uh, saw you talk about was you ate two of the hottest peppers in the world. I think two Carolina Reapers. And you had a pretty bad experience, if I'm not not mistaken. Walk me through what it was like eating those Carolina Reapers. Okay, I don't recommend spicy challenges to anybody. Like, I, you have to be a real masochist to really do that. Um, I, I it, it's, it's, it's bad. It's really bad, man. Like, I, 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 I love hot food personally, but, but, but not that hot. <laughs> I mean, I love spicy food. I actually, I like my tolerance is already like beyond normal now. It's, it's, it's so. I don't know, but like Carolina Reaper is a whole different level. And honestly, the worst part is not eating it. It's literally the like afterwards. Like you Ooh. just have you know. Volcano butt. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, okay. Volcano booty. Volcano. <sighs> That's yeah, fire. It, it, it hurts, man. Imagine. You part in the bathroom. Bless you. Yeah, no, it, it hurts. Man, talk about like so you had like a uh I think you told me you told people that after you ate you ate this peppers, you fell on the ground and you didn't have an actual seizure, I don't think, but I think you I saw a podcast or something that you said after you ate the two peppers that you had like a a crazy oh, reaction. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. I remember which one you're referring to now. Um, yeah, no, that one. My hand, I could not move it. Like it cramped up like this, and I felt my hand was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I was very young at the time. You know, I think I was like, what twenty four. You know, I was like young, young, like, like right when I started doing all the food stuff, maybe now I'm closer to dirty now, but maybe I wouldn't be nearly as safe. You know, (laughs) it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's the next level shit, man. I'm never doing that again. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I try to stay away from spicy stuff, like extreme spice, maybe like habanero and ghost pepper. I'm still okay with, but Carolina Reaper and above, like that's a whole nother like stratosphere, like spice. It's not fun. Yeah. And I know you, I know you're in LA. So have you ever had Howlin' Ray's? 
Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, that one's pretty spicy. It, but it's not the seizure spicy, honestly. Gotcha. Yeah, Helen yeah. yeah. Ray's. I had the food is good, but I tried. Um, I, I didn't even try the hottest. I tried just like regular hot, and I'm at home like <sighs> chugging down some milk, just trying to cool my tongue down. I'm like, man, this is way too hot. Yeah, bro, I can't. I'm good. Yeah, no, I mean, I really don't like it when the spiciness isn't like enjoyable. Like, I really enjoy like spicy, good, flavorful food. But when it's to a point where you're just in complete pain and you don't even taste the food, there's no point for me. There's no point. Yeah, food with some blue cheese or some ranch to just kind of offset it, support it a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Now, I gotta ask you about one that we most recently seen. Okay. Serial killers. So backstory, my family, we grew up on cereal. So I got four siblings. My mom would go to the store and buy 10 boxes of cereal because we all would have like two boxes to ourselves. And my older brother, shout out to him. He can eat one box in one setting. But you ate eight pounds of cereal at Serial Killers in Las Vegas. Talk to us about that. Like, how did you do that? Oh, man, I, I, I don't know. But I immediately regret it after because when I'm not a cereal person, I didn't grow up eating cereal. Um, mm. And then uh, <laughs> it was just terrible. My mouth was all cut up afterwards. I had to like put chapstick on constantly every couple of hours. Um, so a, a lot of people were giving me criticism. I didn't add in more milk. But my thought process was I do not want to be left with complete mush at the end. Right. Yeah. That's just disgusting. Just a couple little little drops of milk, then you ate, then just kept going. That makes that's smart, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Soggy. It does get really soggy at the end. And eight pounds. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be nasty. Soggy. My baby. Yeah. Food. The only downside was, you know, it did stay really crispy. That's why my mouth was cut up. But right. like, I'd rather take that over disgusting, soggy milk of slaw. Right. Like, yeah. I I don't want to eat that. You know, nobody wants to eat that. It's gross. Right. Um. But I don't I don't think the cereal itself like I, I know for a fact I could eat eight pounds of food. So that's why the weight didn't really like bother me too much because I know eventually I have the capacity to eat it. But it was right. just sitting there for like the whole 40 plus minutes. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm still I'm still eating. Right. <laughs> right. Know? Man, that food fatigue. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, my God, you just don't even feel like chewing no more. So wish i had like a netflix show or something i could watch so like i could just be like mindlessly eating and watching yeah. <laughs> also bored right you're just sitting there by yourself like oh my gosh i don't want to yeah, do this yeah. no more <laughs> yeah. forget this challenge you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. uh now you might have said this earlier but i'm not for sure what would you say is the was the hardest challenge that you've ever did so far um there's a pancake one in hawaii called mcdaddy pancakes or something it's like five pounds of pancakes it's terrible oh it's just pure carbs and just it's very cakey it's very heavy and um i didn't grow up eating american food so any american heavy food stuff i didn't even grow up eating butter like that's how non-american i was like gotcha. I, I, it's just so hard for me to like my body to digest that kind of food actually i just came back from a challenge where it was just complete asian foods hainan chicken rice it just felt like comfort food. Like I just downed it like nothing. Like it's just like five pounds of Asian food that I just had yeah. felt it's nothing compared to like five pounds of pancakes where I sit there for almost an hour. Like, dude, I, I hate this. Like, I don't, I didn't grow up eating this. I don't know why people eat this. <laughs> it's just so bad. I can't, I can't deal with this. Hey, pancakes. Yeah. I, I do like pancakes, but, right, but just give me a couple of them. Though. Right. 
yeah, one yeah. or two because it's like it helps with me eat the eggs and maybe the, the, the potatoes or the hash browns or whatever. But just like five pounds of it, though. Pancakes are very heavy. And then, and then you know, you, you know you're going to drench it with syrup. Girl. Then you got the butter. Now it's just like a, it's just a lot. Yeah. Man, yeah. Nah, you right, man. That, that, that's pretty tough, man. Now, you got a popular video on TikTok. So, like, we, we do our research on the porch. So okay. one of your popular video, I think it has like over 7 million views. And I think it's like a Mediterranean meal. And you had, you took down like a nine, eight inch, nine inch piece. I don't know if it's lamb meat, whatever. Ate it in one bite. How, how in the world was you able to do it? You looked in the camera, didn't blink. It wasn't a struggle. Ate it in one bite. Talk, <laughs> talk about that. How are you able to do that? Well, I listen, when you're a competitive eater, you don't got time to be choking on stage. So I guess it's just like it's developed. You got no black gag reflex at that point. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, no, that, for those of you who have not seen, go to her TikTok page, man. It's, it's peeing at the top. You see, know exactly what I'm talking about. It was pretty, I, I watched it like two times. I'm like, damn, right out of hell. She didn't choke. She didn't blink nothing. Just, <laughs> I said, that's crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, like, like you, you see the videos where people are like shoving food in their face. Yeah. Like there are like massive mouthful of food, and you're just drinking water, right? Normal people would be like choking and yeah. stuff, but it's it's honestly just like a a skill developed if you do a lot of fast eating. You know, okay. you just gotta like eat and swallow. So you cannot like you cannot spend time gagging and choking on food. You just gotta like. I don't I don't know how you get rid of it. I just it just comes with practice, I guess. I've done so much speed eating now, so I'm just so used to like eating and swallowing and I could swallow like a lot of stuff full. You probably yeah, I'm about to say you probably don't even chew your damn food no more. You probably just <laughs> like a cartoon. I don't know if you've seen recently, but I did a dumpling eating contest with these two other girls who teamed up against me. I literally just put a dumpling in my mouth, just swallowed it. Yeah, like a big dumpling. Yeah. And then no, they were like staring at me. They're like, I am not chewing. Like I, I was not fucking chewing. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because because you, you tapped into that competitive mindset. You said, fuck this two on one. She said she ain't got time to chew, Bolo. <laughs> you ain't got time. Wow. I'm just like just eight to nine inches of just meat. Just just like <laughs> it's a skill. It is literally a skill for you to do that. Like it is phenomenal. <laughs> Like in all, he's like, in all. He's he's just amazing. Now let me ask, now this this is a little bit off topic, but this is how we get down on the porch. I'm nice. not for sure what your dating life is. I don't know if you're single. I don't know what, but my dating life is a mess. Okay, okay. We, <laughs> we all <laughs> been there at some I, point in our life. <laughs> I, I'm so busy, right? Wait, right. I haven't. Right. I haven't dated for like two, three years because like I'm so busy working. I'm a workaholic. Right. I, and then you know what? Recently, I did try to date this guy and it went to shits. He just started ghosting me. And I was like, man, I really just don't know how to fucking date anymore. I'm so demoralized. I, I don't know, man. I, I, no, I don't give up. Don't do that, Raina. I'm not giving up. It's just like when I have, I'm very emotional, right? And I'm very, I show through my camera, like my emotions. Yeah. And then when it's like on my mind, I'm just like, what did I go do wrong? Everything was going so good. You know, there's a couple of videos where you can physically see like my face was not into like the food. And then I have fans DM me on Instagram. It's like, Rena, what's going on? You don't seem as lively in this video. It's because I'm thinking about that guy, man. Like it's like I showed my emotions so strongly because I get very into it. Like I'm a very passionate person. Like 
all the relationships, like real relationships I've had where I really tried is like two years plus long. Like, you know, like right. I really like, you know, I right, know it's right. not going to be perfect. <laughs> I really tried to make it work. Right. right? Yeah. So that's why I kind of get very invested into it. If it's like a hookup, whatever, I don't give a fuck. But like a relationship, <laughs> like I really try to like date him, you know, I try to get to know him, you know, I invest time. And then it just all of a sudden I get ghosted. It's just a big feels bad moment. It's like, bro, what the fuck just happened? You know, it's like, I th- I, I'm yeah. like thinking through my head, like I'm going through all the scenarios. I'm like, everything seems so fucking good. And then it's just, it just, yeah. you know what? When I mean, it, 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 no, let me jump in. Okay, don't, don't, don't blame yourself when, when, when these when these lame guys can't handle they don't a strong, know what they see. They don't know what they see. They don't they don't know what they got right there in their hands right there. It, 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 you know, you never know how good something is until it's gone. You know, yeah, you know the, the argument, like, well, not argument, just a lot of my friends told me that they know I'm a very strong person. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of guys can't handle a strong personality like mine. And I'm very forward. Um, so I think he just couldn't handle that. And um, that's his fault. Then don't change. Raina, well, don't change know. being Raina. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot, you know, a lot of my friends have been telling me that I'm trying to make me feel better. So, you know, I appreciate you guys saying that. But, uh, you know, even my friend in Vegas gave me like a whole therapy counseling thing, kind of like what you would get through from going through a breakup, because, you know, it, you know, people are telling me like, you you know, he's just not the right guy. Essentially, he's just not the right guy. So it is what it is. And yeah, didn't work out. But, you know, I haven't dated. I haven't been in a relationship for like four years now because I've just been busy with this whole YouTube thing. Like it's it's it, it's not a regular nine to five, but it became a 24 seven thing for me. Right. Because I'm constantly right. thinking, like, what's my next step? What I'm going to edit, you know, content, blah, blah, blah. So it's very hard for me to like. Well, honestly, it's not even really hard. I spent, I put aside so much time for this stupid guy. I, you know, I would make time to go on dates. Let us know. know. I'm trying to, try to talk to him. Like, if it wouldn't work out, I could make it work out. But it's just like, man, it's Right, <laughs> tip, listen, it, listen, imagine us, me and Bolo, we, we are that guy. If you're talking to him right now, what would you say to him right now? He's going to listen to He's going to listen to the porch. He's going to listen in. Well, I mean, I just I, honestly, I just want some closure. I guess like right now I haven't confronted him about it because I'm a little scared. You know, like I don't I I know I, I just kind of feel bad. I don't want to bother him. But like, I'm just I just really like what 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 happened? Like, were you not interested or like what was your initial kind of goal talking to me? And, um, mm. you know, like what what's wrong? What's up? Like, if it doesn't work out, just let me know straight up. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to fucking. You know, fucking just ball my eyes out over like I want to be dating here for like a month and or right. so. So right, so it's just like you right. know, I thought everything was going good, man. Like, what happened? Just let me know. If you weren't interested, can you just at least tell me instead of like fucking ghosting me? Because that's really transparent. I'm pissed off. Right, call him right now, Raina. Put him on speaker. <laughs> I, I'm pissed off. Call him right now, right? Don't be scared. We got your back. Oh. I'm in LA. I got your back, Raina. Call him right now. This dude oh, making me mad. Yeah. No, it's, it's. I mean, like. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm too nice of a person to really like confront like that. I. I really wish I had yeah, a more like I dominant. I, it's not dominant. Like I. Like, I just. I just feel bad for bothering people sometimes. Yeah. But then it's like I'm just here. Very feels bad. But you know, it's been about two weeks since I haven't talked to him, and I'm kind of over it now. But it's still a big like. It's depressing. What? Yeah. The, like I still no no closure. Right. It's like I, mean. I don't hate him. I just like what? Why? What, what happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, look, look. Forget him, okay? Yeah. We gonna let you know what's for you is for you. Oh, you know thank you. You out there? You out there? You doing your thing? You you chasing your dream? You chasing your passion? 
And sometimes some things that don't matter just don't matter, right? So yeah. he may he might have been holding you back from you know your tour and all the stuff you got going on right now. So God may may have put you in a position to be like focus on what's ahead. Because looking back, sometimes you move faster looking forward than looking backwards. Woo! There you go. Woo! There we go. There we, go. There we, go. So, we got hey, y'all might have to do a little uh start an LLC, Bolo <laughs> and Reina's motivational talking. I'm charging twenty thousand now. There we go. There we go. But now, but now, Raina, I gotta ask you because I've been sitting on this question for for a long time. So uh-uh. obviously, you got this thing in a relationship, right, with a guy and a girl, and the guy is usually the guy who eats all the food, and the girl is like, "Oh, you didn't finish that food? Like, let me get some off your plate so I can, you know, eat some of your food." Right? <laughs> so like, you go on your first date, and it's like a, you know, a, like you get like you know, an app, then you get the entree, then you get the dessert, like. How what's what's your dinner your first dinner like? You know, are you like, damn, I'm hungry as hell? Like, are are you like, I'm gonna just wait till I get home and just kind of eat my my kind of um, hold back? You know I mean? How does that work in your in your world? Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna eat what I'm gonna eat. Like I I'm be like I that's why I think a lot of guys are intimidated by me because like I'm like I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. Like if you can't handle who I am, then you know I don't I don't really give a fuck. Oh, wow. But honestly, it's um it's actually the opposite of what people think because. I have a lot of like food connections. So I, I would take a lot of guys out to nice restaurants. You know, I was taking them to very nice places. Um, and actually I don't even, I have a very like strict schedule, right. To eat. So most of my eating is in the morning when I wake up and I eat oh, a lot of food at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I go to out to a restaurant, I do eat like normal. It's not completely crazy, but you know, there was a, you know, it was like, there was a guy I dated maybe like five years ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, like he took me to all you can eat Korean barbecue. He would like, he would be done and he would still be sitting there 40 minutes or so cooking. For- <laughs> you going crazy. <laughs> and that Korean bo- Bolo, see, bro- so Bolo, he lives in Indianapolis. He yeah. has not been to Los Angeles yet. But when you do, me and you, we got to go to a Korean, all you can eat buffet. I'm telling you, that Korean food be so damn good. If you go to the right spot, delicious. Yeah. They just keep bringing it to it. It's just all day. It's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As, as I got, as I'm getting older, though, I am liking quality over quantity more. Right. So I'm not going to all you can eat Korean barbecue places nearly as much as yeah. the, uh, um, the set 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 meals where the qual- yeah. quality is better. Yeah. Um, I would just get my filling more with the side dishes and more rice rather yeah. than more meat. Yeah, so it's more balanced. Makes yeah. sense. That rice to fill you up. So yeah, got you, got you. So. All right, so we're, we're going to transition to our, our last segment uh, of the show. It's called, called our doorbell segment. In other words, it's just our quick hitters. We're going to ask you a couple of fun, uh, random questions, and then, you know, and you and you hit us with, with your response. So um, I'm going to get it started. Name the hottest wings you've Ooh. ever eaten. Uh, I don't know the name of the restaurant, but it was a spicy challenge in Texas somewhere. I... It t- like the sauce touched the, my mouth and I just gave up. Like it was just immediately oh, I, I'm I'm giving up. And then I got so much hate for that videos. Raina, you didn't even try. Raina, what was that? I'm like, bro, like I, I'm not doing this. Yeah. That hey, that says a lot coming from you because you're so you're so competitive. So for you to be like, oh no, I know no, it's it, crazy it was hot. Bad. It was bad. Like it, it was like you can tell immediately it's like extract. Like you know, you mm. don't fuck with that shit. You know, it's like it's not meant for pleasure to eat is just trying to kill you you know it's just <laughs> right. pure capsaicin you know right right mm-hmm. all right so so next question here put you on the spot here all right so what city has the best overall food Ooh. um los angeles is good houston is good 
Ooh. Which one? Come on, you picked two. Los oh, Angeles or Houston? One? I still like Los Angeles. Think <laughs> <laughs> nice. about LA. There's I so like many the options. Yeah, I like the variety. Like I'm, I don't. I'm not the kind of person that likes to have like, the same kind of food every single day. I like how there's so much different culture and ethnicities around. You know, you can literally just be like, "Hey, I want this." You can literally eat the whole world in you know a week because it's Los Angeles. There's like culture from every part of the world. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, I did visit Spain one time, and you know, for like the first couple of days, it was great. But then it was just like it's just Spanish food, like all constantly. Like I love paella, but I can't be eating paella seven days a week. You know, I want a little variety. You right. know, so that that got a little old after a little bit. Yeah, right. Nah, definitely, definitely understand that for sure. Um, so we're gonna play a game of a little, uh, little true or false, right? So, uh, Bolo, we'll go back and forth just to make it, you know, keep it interesting. So I'm gonna do the first one. So basically, we'll 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 make a statement, and you'll just let us know if it's true or false. Uh, so the first one, Raina, is it true you ate five and a half pounds of hot dogs in one setting? Yeah, true. Ooh. That is correct. It was the hot dog shop uh, called the Home Record Challenge. Check it out on our website. That is true. Bolo, you got the next one. Okay, here we go. Is it true that you ate 40 tacos in one setting? Yeah, true. Ooh. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. The, the challenge that I saw was you, you had 20 in one setting at El Cantarito. But can you, can you let us know about the 40? Because I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, it's actually not even 40. It's actually 50. I think Ooh, I remember yeah. it's a, it's a place called uh taco boys or something in Arizona. And then they have a challenge to see who can eat the most tacos. So they have like a record set. So I think before I got there, the record was like 30 something. And I'm like, bring me out 50 tacos. So I just sat there and ate 50 tacos and set the record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it, was it hard shell or soft shell? It's soft shell, but it's like a pretty, it's like a, it's not street taco. Right, right, like right. Flour. So it's actually a decent size, uh, but yeah, soft. I ain't gonna lie. Look, tacos is probably my number one, like favorite food. I would, you know, I know you can eat more food than me overall, but tacos, I don't know. I think I might be able to hang with you. Ooh, I might so I'm competition. I might be able to hang with Raina in a taco oh. eating contest. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna throw that out there, Raina. I don't know. So, so Dina, are you telling me you eating 50 tacos, bro? If if I'm sitting next to Raina and I'm looking at her and she content and she's eating, I'm not gonna stop. I'm competitive too. You know I'm competitive. There's no I'm way I'm, I'm gonna sit here and just like stop eating and she and she's still going. But she has a, a, a trained profession. I'm trained. I'm two I'm six foot two sixty-five. I understand that. <laughs> I got a lot of room in my stomach. My stomach stretched out. You may get 20 to 25 tacos, but you ain't getting another 25 tacos after that 25. Yeah, don't see not see not see. I'm gonna drink me a gallon of water see tonight because now I'm mad. <laughs> now I'm mad. <laughs> uh uh-uh. okay. Uh let me get the next let me get the next one. Bad, bad, bad. Is it true? That you dumped a guy because he didn't eat enough. False. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I literally, we have no idea if, if you did or not. I just want to throw that out there for a fun one. <laughs> and she hesitated for a minute. I got a little nervous. <laughs> I mean, that's just funny. Um, but it, it is a turnoff if, like, the guy doesn't like food. Like, I, you know, like, it's just awkward, right? Like, if the guy doesn't really into food and stuff, it's just man this is hard you know like right. at least like i'm not expecting you to eat nearly as much as me but you know at least like some people are like if you're 
just like a foodie, you know, like you're willing yeah. to try different stuff and, you know, eat stuff. Yeah. Right, right, right. No, I, I definitely, I definitely got you on that one. So, all right, last one, man. Last true or false. Be real with the porch. Is it true that you've eaten, you've ate a penis before? True or false? Oh shit. We did see that. We did our research. I think you were at uh, Avenue 26, the, the, the little street uh food street spot out in LA. I've been there one time, amazing food. And yeah, they have these uh like penis shaped uh look, was it is it waffles or pancakes? It's, Waffle it's, bites? I don't know. It's it, it's some sort of cake batter, but it was good. Yeah. I mean, when I saw that, I was like. I gotta get one <laughs> <laughs> for sure, and, and you know they childish. So, so Bolo, like it's, it's shaped like a penis, and then they put the little cream over there. So you know that you, uh, you, okay. you know what they're trying to do. You know what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Like and I don't know if you guys know no Mike Cakes, but he actually did a reaction video to it, so that was funny. I didn't see that. I'm about to check it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So before we wrap up the show, I got to ask you this last question. Oh, we got another one. Okay, let's get it. Yeah, one more. One more to end the show. Okay, one more. So we seen you eat burritos. We seen you eat cereal. We seen you eat all types of different meat. We seen you eat French fries. You name it, you've eaten it before. What is Raina's favorite food? Oh, of course. Uh, Like, do I have to name a specific dish or like? It could be like a... um. Name whatever you want, Raina. Whatever you want. I'm, I like brown rice and chicken soup. <laughs> Why you start laughing with it, right? Why you start laughing? Very basic. Yeah. Everybody's about to say some steak or some chicken or, you know, French fries or something. Hey, you like what you like. Yeah, yeah I, like, I like very plain food, actually. Got you. Very interesting. Very interesting, man. I love it. I love it, man. Well, well, Raina, man, hey, we appreciate you for hopping on the porch. You have been a a fun guest. This has been probably one of our most just fun episodes. I probably haven't smiled and laughed as much in one episode. So it's been a pleasure having you on. Dope story. Keep grinding. Keep working hard. And um, you definitely got two two new supporters here. And we're going to support you all the way. Um, Before you go, this is your time right here to kind of let, let our fans know where they can find you, um, anything going on, like, you know, career-wise, whatever, this is your time to kind of shout, shout that out to our fans. Basically, I'm at Raina is crazy on everything. Just type in my name and it should be out there somewhere. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> we appreciate it. We appreciate it. We appreciate it, Raina. Um, this is the Porch Podcast. Please follow us on all platforms. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on uh, also YouTube. Everywhere. On. The platform is growing. Shout out to Live for Today and also talk, shout out to Dream Big. Okay. Dream big. Just like Raina say, hey, she's doing it regardless of what you think or how you feel about it. All right. Because the best you is the best you. Oh. And, and we Porch out. Podcast, we out. Started on the porch, that was where it all began Had to put it work, every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot the sneak Presented by Bet Online.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.